I am here live with Gret Glyer, the founder of Donorcy. Uh, he has been on the show on Lions of Liberty with me a couple times in the past. Uh, just in case there are new people tuning in. Well, not just in case. There are always new t- people tuning in. It's almost a definite fact. Why don't you just give a very brief overview of what you guys actually do at Donorcy, and then we're going to get into what you guys are doing uh, to help with the, the everything going on, the fallout from coronavirus, and uh, we'll just go from there. Definitely. Well, thanks for having me on, Mark. Always a pleasure to be here. And uh, at DonorSee, we help donors see where their money goes when they donate. So you can donate directly to people in need. Um, Our focus, our our tagline is we serve the poorest people in the world on the worst day of their lives. So we mostly focus on people living in extreme poverty. And you can donate anywhere from five to $500 to someone in need. And you get to see the actual video update of how that person, how your money helped that person. So the example I always give is there's a little girl in India who Maybe she recently lost her hearings and you, her hearing, and you can provide her with hearing aids, and then you'll get a video of her hearing for the first time. And that's a, a stark contrast from a lot of the major charities out there. And I, I don't want to besmirch them. I'm glad for anybody that's doing charity work. But a lot of those major charities, you send them money. You have a vague idea that they're out there helping people. You don't actually see the specific place that you, the money actually goes. And a lot of it ends up going to a lot of overhead, you know, huge buildings with marble floors and that sort of thing. And you guys at Donor see cut all of that out. Uh, so just so people are clear, how how much of your overhead do you guys actually take? Uh, as, and how does that compare to, say, like a, a quote unquote mainstream charity or one of the, you know, one of the major major charities? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's all over the map in terms of uh, how much people take with overhead. I like to tell people that we love overhead at DonorSea. We think it's a really good thing. Like if you just want the maximum percentage of your money to go to someone in need, then you can just PayPal money to people or Western Union money to people. But the whole idea behind charity is that you are amplifying money. You're turning a, a certain set of money and you're making it more impactful because of the relationships that you've already established. So there's a lot of charities that kind of hover in the like in the 20 to 40% range. And I think anywhere in there, you could be safe in terms of, you know, using aid effectively. Um, our overhead, like the amount that we get per donation is 13.75%. Um, and all of that money is used. Uh, none of it is for my salary. I, I fundraise my salary completely separately, but we have people, we have uh, employees who coordinate all of our partners. We have ex- uh, extensive video hosting costs. And then we have extensive development costs for our website, which hosts a lot of uh, video content. So big fans of overhead at DonorSea. Um, we just want it to be used well and to magnify the impact that people are, are having. Man, just hearing that makes me so happy just describing your operation right now. Because I remember when you first came on the show is maybe two or three years ago and you were just launching DonorSea. And I think it was pretty much just you at that point. Maybe you had some, yeah. some help. But, I mean, <laughs> but it definitely sounds like you guys have grown uh, you know, exponentially since that time. So that's great to yeah. hear. We grew 74% year over year from 2018 to 2019. We're projected to do several multiples of that in 2020. And uh, we just hired a head of partnerships and um, we just hired another partner coordinator who's based out of Tanzania, um, although she might be evacuated recently with the, oh, with the new uh, COVID stuff. So yeah, it's very, very exciting times for us. Right. Well, that, that brings us right into uh, your response to coronavirus. You have a dedicated page to helping people with coronavirus, and we here at Lions Liberty are going to be contributing to to that cause as well. So could you first just describe what's going on out there in terms of the kind of help people need? Because I think, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people that are, of course, directly affected by the virus itself, but more so uh, the economic impact of so much being shut down is really hurting people in a way in ways that a lot of people might not realize. So maybe you can give a few examples and kind of describe the situation that a lot of people are out there are in, especially especially in a lot of the very poorest countries in the world that you guys often work in? Yeah, so I, I think I'll just start off by saying um, I'm extremely sympathetic to how corona, the coronavirus is impacting people all across the world right now. I think that we still don't quite know the ultimate impact and 
Um, we're all kind of hoping that, it, you know, things will bounce back quick and, and maybe it'll blow over quickly, but we're also kind of preparing for, for maybe that not happening. And so um, I, I've been really grateful to see the way that the American community has come together to support each other. Um, at DonorSea, what we do is we focus, like I said earlier, our, our goal is to serve the poorest people in the world on the worst day of their lives. So, you know, there are tens of thousands of charities that are, are working overtime to help people in America. And I applaud them and I'm grateful for them. And I hope that many, many people benefit from them. Um, what we do at DonorSea is we, we, we know that there are people who are in extremely vulnerable situations throughout the planet. And those people are going to be hit hard. If something, um, if something hits America hard, it's kind of like, I describe it as like a heavy rain. Like it, it'll be tough and it won't be fun to go through, uh, but it'll be like a heavy rain. If that same, you know, if, if that same force were to hit um, a, a developing world economy, it's more like a tsunami for them. Right. So the kind of the statistic I've been throwing around is in Lombardy, Italy, where we're hearing about this, you know, about these uh, coronavirus deaths. I think they have um, 1,250 ICU beds in Lombardy, Italy. And the vast majority of them are being taken up by coronavirus victims. Um, when I was in Malawi, Africa, uh, their capital city had uh, four ICU beds. The, the capital city, yeah, in Lilongwe. That's where I lived. And I, I remember one time I had a friend in, in Malawi um, who was actually in a bus accident. She was in the bus, tire blew out, flipped over four times. And um, she had to go immediately to the emergency room. And we were so grateful because one of the, there were four ICU beds Three of them were taken. One of them had just, uh, someone had just left the ICU, so she was able to get in right at the right time, and we were very grateful for that situation. Um, but yeah, j j just the, I, I think people, um, you know, if you've never really been to, to a place where people are surviving on about $30 a month, um, it's hard to conceptualize, but there's about to be some substantial damage to, to these extremely poor parts of the world. I mean, if we think Italy has trouble or we think the United States is going to have trouble with not having enough ICU beds and ventilators, I mean, countries like Malawi, I mean, it's not it's it's not even close in <laughs> the amount of trouble they're mm -hmm. going to be in if they get into even a remotely similar situation as far as the virus itself goes. Yeah, it's I mean, you always I always try to have as much hope as possible. Um, and these are younger populations, but um, it doesn't look good. And uh, what, one of the things that we're seeing, actually, even with some of our partners, is a lot of people are being evacuated out of these countries. Mm -hmm. So that means a lot of the expertise is also being evacuated. There's a, there are people who are on medical missions out in Malawi or Tanzania or these other parts of the world, and they're being evacuated, meaning that when these countries do get hit, um, they're not going to they're, they're not even going to have the normal manpower that they that they normally would. So are yeah, they it's, being forced to evacuate by by those countries or what, what is actually driving the evacuation? Or is it that they're not going to they're afraid they won't be able to get back to the U.S. if they don't leave? Yeah. So, well, it's in, it's various different things. So today we just heard that the Irish embassy was evacuating all, all of their people. Um, and we have partners who are associated with them in Tanzania. And so in that case, it was it was the it was Ireland that was actually forcing the evacuation. Um, but yeah, I. I also think that there we do have partners who are planning on staying on the ground. In fact, if you go to, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll, I'm sure you'll put this um, in the description and so forth later on. But yeah. donorc.com/coronavirus is where all of our our projects are going to be for the for COVID nineteen. And if you go there, you'll see that there's a doctor named Dr. Trish based out of Tanzania, and she's chosen to stay behind. Um, she's I, I I believe she's either I, I believe she's from the UK. And she's chosen to stay behind and do what she can during this COVID outbreak. And not something that she has to do, but she feels called to do that. And so one of the things that we're doing at DonorSea is we're going to make sure that she has the financial support that she needs. Um, and at some point, I hope that I can actually 
um, interview her. I, I know that what, one of the things that we're hoping to do is to get her to do a, a walking tour of the hospital so, so people can see the genuine need in these different parts of the, uh, in, in this particular part of the world. What other kind of uh, help are you guys able to provide in the manner you do through the Donor C app? Uh, what can you maybe give a few specific projects that 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 you have there on that page? Um, you know that, that people are. I know that there's so many different ways that people are affected by this. There's some people I know that just need like we just need to get them hand sanitizer, or and there's other people yeah. that are affected by just the the ban on on social gatherings. So do you want to uh, mention a couple other of those? Yeah, so it's constantly developing, and that's one of the nice things about this feed is it's going to be com completely fresh with new projects every single day. So whatever is the most recent need, it will be on donorc.com slash coronavirus. Um, but one of the things that people – right now, um, thankfully, the coronavirus has not, uh, has not substantially impacted sub-Saharan Africa. I think on March 19th, they had their first death. Um, so that, you know, that's, they're lagging behind in other parts of the world because there's not as much travel there. So hopefully that kind of slows the curve for them. So in this, at this moment, most of the places are in preparatory mode. So right now that's, that's making sure that all of our partners have just basic things like hand soap, um, and also basic things like food, food supplies. Um, you know, we talk about one of the things that happens in America is that, uh, there, there's the grocery stores are, there's reports of grocery stores being empty and toilet paper being gone and so forth. And that's a, you know, that's a really scary thing and people hope that doesn't happen, but we're also getting reports in America that things are being restocked relatively well. Um, and that's just kind of like a reassuring thing for all of us. Um, their supply chain is not nearly as strong there. And a lot of supply, if, if there's limited supplies, the supplies will always go to the wealthier and more developed countries, um, just in a, in a situation where, um, they're not able to get it to everyone. And so people are trying to stock, our partners are trying to stock up on food right now so that they can manage it through the, at least through the, the early days of the crisis. So right now it's very preparatory. Like, in fact, you know, I would tell, I would, I would really ask uh, your listeners and anyone who's listening to this, please help them in these early days because uh, by the time that the grocery stores are already empty and by the time that um, no one's able to get hand soap anymore, it's going to be too late. So I, I'm really encouraging people to get there to, to help them get stocked up right now as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, libertarians, uh, you know, which makes up most much of my audience, we are uh, often seen as preppers. We're often known as people that are always trying to get <laughs> right, prepared yeah, for what's coming. So uh, that's kind of what you guys are doing as well, uh, just on, on on your end of things, um, trying to get ready for the potential storm. Because like you said, once these products are out and, and everyone is scrambling, um, it, it's going to be the, the people that you're helping are going to be the hardest hit. And it's going to be the hardest for them to, to get anything at all. Yeah, that I mean, that's exactly right. So yeah, we're we're very concerned about their safety, but we're also going to do everything that we can to help them. And, and at every, at every step of the way, we want to signal to them that we're fully standing behind them, especially these people who are choosing to stay behind. We have not requested that anyone stay behind. We've not encouraged anyone to stay behind, but if that's what they've chosen to do um, with their particular community that they're serving, either a hospital in Tanzania, we have partners in Malawi who are um, hunkering down and they're going to continue serving their community through this. We want to signal as much as possible that we really support them. We really stand behind them. And we're here to financially provide for them during this extremely difficult time. Great. And I think one one great thing about Donorcy, I mean, I know a lot of people here in the U.S. are having tough economic times. I mean, I, I live in Los Angeles where the entire film and television industry, which I work in, was completely shut down. So uh, yeah. myself and many people are know are, are suddenly finding themselves out of work. And a lot of people might want to help, but they might think, you know, I, I just don't have that much to contribute. But I, I think one great thing about Donorcy is when you find these projects, you can see even like a dollar contributed to some project. Mm -hmm. and it really does help. Like it's actually could be a significant percentage of, of helping fund a project. So this is something that um, any almost any 
anybody, if you even have a spare dollar or two and you find a project, it only takes a few hundred people uh, giving that amount to, to fund some of these. Um, so I definitely want to uh, encourage people to head over to DonorC.com slash coronavirus and see what projects they can help in. But I do also want to announce now, and I mentioned this uh, on today's show, but this pro- will probably be the first time you're hearing it, Greg, because uh, I did uh, meet with my fellow Lions of Liberty co-hosts and uh, my, the co-owners of this business, uh, Brian and John, and we have decided to pledge 10% of our Patreon money uh, towards towards these projects. So um, we, we might split it up depending on yeah. what's actually up there at the time. But uh, once we get paid for, uh, for March and for April, uh, at least for now, we'll see where this thing goes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if the needs get worse, perhaps we'll, we'll adjust. But um, uh, yeah, we do plan to contribute for the end of March and the end of April, um, 10% of all our Patreon money. So I also want our patrons to know and anybody that, who that contributes to this podcast uh, to know that a, a large percentage of your money is going to go uh, directly to help some of these people in need out there. Because uh, as far as I know, when, when we think about ways that we can help people, uh, I can't think of a better way that, way that we can help people than just by helping you guys, because you guys are doing this in the most efficient way uh, that I've seen out there as, as far as helping people directly with charity. So uh, we're happy to be partnering with you to to help with this out and um, just let uh, maybe get everybody out there one more uh, one more roundup of all the ways they can find out more about what you guys are doing at DonorC overall and um, with coronavirus and you know just give them the, the full roundup. <laughs> Well, Mark, thank you very much. It's very, very generous of you all to pledge your Patreon support and also just the support of your audience and and to bring awareness to what we're doing. Um, We cannot get the word out without people like you. So thank you very, very much. And um, please tell that to the rest of your uh, the rest of your business partners as well. And I also want to say, you know, I know this is a tough time for everyone. And um, and I mean, it's the same for for me and my wife. Like, I think a lot of Americans are, are kind of um, on edge right now in terms of what does the future look like? What do the next few months look like? And so one of the things I always tell people um, is I never want people to feel guilty. I never want people to feel like pressured into anything. Um, I know that uh, I, I, I guess I feel like whenever you're in a tough position, you always have to put your own oxygen mask on first. You know, you, you don't want to try and um, help people to the point where you're exhausting yourself. So yeah, please get involved. Please help others. Um, and especially the poorest people in the world and the worst of their lives. I mean, that's what we're doing at DonorSea. And I think if uh, if your patrons go or if your listeners go to DonorSea.com slash coronavirus, they can, um, it, it's a good, it's a great way to get perspective. It's a great way to help an actual person. Like imagine if someone just dropped a really nice financial gift out of the sky for you. Think about how much that would mean. And then divide that by like, 50 or 100, and that's what you need to provide for someone over there for them to feel this immense amount of relief. So um, yeah, just check out donorc.com slash coronavirus, and please share the page uh, for anyone who is interested in helping out these people who are about to be affected really hard. And please kind of stay involved. If you can bookmark that page, donorc.com slash coronavirus, it's a great way to kind of um, stay up to date on, on, you know, hopefully things kind of blow over in the US, but even after that happens, we're still going to have to see how it impacts other places around the world. So please, please stay updated on this. Um, a lot of times when, when one of these, um, it, this has happened before with, with other kind of large viruses and, and other pandemics, it kind of blows over, the media forgets about it, everyone moves on with their lives, but many people around the world are still hurting from the same pandemic. And so, um, yeah, just do me a favor and, and check out those, those resources and, and, and do what you can to kind of stay on top of it, even after all of the popularity and all the media coverage is gone. 
Yeah, I definitely want to encourage everyone out there to uh, feed themselves first. Make sure your situation is good. But if you find yourself at the end of the month, even with an extra five bucks, you can make a huge impact with that five bucks, more than you can even imagine. And even even to that extent, even if you can't afford to to donate anything, just sharing some of these stories with people. I mean, if you can get one of these stories uh, out there of of people that can really be helped with a very little amount of money, if you can share that to your Facebook timeline that has even 500 people on it and maybe mm-hmm. 10 of those see it and maybe five of those donate a buck. Well, you just gave five bucks just by sharing the thing. So, I mean, there's, there's yeah. so many ways you can help uh, even outside of directly, uh, directly donating just by sharing this around, sharing this podcast around, sharing this live stream around, just spreading the word about this as much as possible uh, will help people in immeasurable ways that, that won't cost you anything. So I want to encourage yeah. everybody again to check that out again. If you if you do uh, decide to, if you are a current member of, of our Patreon or you decide to help us out in, in these tough times for us as well, uh, know that a portion of your money will be going to help Gret and uh, donors see help people all around the world that, that are in dire need. So Gret, thanks so much uh, once again for coming on and thanks so much for everything you guys are doing out there. I, I, it's great to see you guys growing uh, and expanding and, and really getting to help people around the world that would often just go completely unnoticed. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Mark, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks, Gret. We'll talk soon. 